Well, Clint, I'm glad you're here today. We're going to do this podcast on enthusiasm. That's okay, Tim. You're listening to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, a podcast designed to offer practical insight and encouragement to local church ministry leaders. We're thrilled to have you join us during this second season of the podcast and invite you to help us continue to reach new people by hitting subscribe and the five-star rating. Blessings on you in your ministry. And for now, let's turn it over to Tim Price. I think that um, enthusiasm is not just you know, like that wild and zany, you know, quote unquote cheerleader person who, you know, like, it's not like, you know, spirit week, right? At Mm -hmm. high school, whenever they did spirit week, I don't even know. Do they still do that kind of stuff? I have no idea. Thankfully I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully I don't. No, No, but I think that like enthusiasm comes off um, in different ways. I, I think, I don't know if this is just in my mind, but for some reason, like enthusiasm also kind of comes off like passion you know well another word is charisma and charisma so like you can be yeah people can be drawn and attracted and all that yeah but we'll get to our script here on enthusiasm all right well today we're going to talk about enthusiasm and why it's important for ministry leaders so enthusiasm is both a gift and a choice everyone is enthusiastic about something like mm-hmm. you know you get around people and you can pretty much start telling what they really love yeah if it's sports or their family or coffee or you know just like people just go nuts over something and so what does this really mean for church leadership church staff and ministry workers what do you think Clint? well i think it's i mean honestly i think it's important that you're enthusiastic about what you're doing that's kind of like i did i say passion earlier that's why i kind of like yeah. think of passion uh with it um uh, because you know it, it's it's good for the congregation or even like first-time guests to experience you know, leaders at a church who are enthusiastic, you know, they're enthusiastic. I mean, I would hope that if you're on staff or if you're on a volunteer team, you're enthusiastic about like Jesus, the people who are coming to your facility, uh, the church, you know, even capital C church. And it, and it doesn't have to be necessarily everything is going perfect. Yeah. It's just that you trusting that God is at work. It's true for church leaders for sure. Mm -hmm. And especially in this season, putting a little timestamp on this podcast, but we're in this six month era of kind of slowly coming out of the pandemic. And we're going to need a whole bunch of church leaders right now to be enthusiastic, Mm -hmm. to make a choice and a decision to, to live enthusiastically and to speak enthusiastically and all those. So it's really been a crazy year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you know, speaking of crazy, as you said, but can enthusiasm be lost in a person? And and what does that look like? It's easy to be unenthused. Like Mm -hmm. you've been around doing something for a long time or, you know, something's draining on you or you've got, you know, you've taken on too much or said yes Mm -hmm. too much or you don't have good systems in place or there could be a number of things that all of a sudden you are unenthused about your Mm -hmm. your ministry or your role or your people or whatever. We need just to be reminded that, that we can always be enthusiastic about the potential that we find in Christ. I mean, just the promises Jesus gave in scripture of uh, seeing greater things than this. And Mm -hmm. I know the plans I have for you. And I mean, all those things allow us to be enthusiastic. Some of the things that you were talking about, again, like we said, we don't want to be awkward about it, you know, taking on too much or like, you know, depressed or, you know, that little list that you gave there. 
that's also like falls in line into a whole nother podcast of burnout. A person losing their enthusiasm about their ministry they serve in could also be a precursor to like being burnt out. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why getting together with people is so important. Mm-hmm. Other ministry leaders, especially, and that was a podcast that we did with Kurt not yeah. too long ago, but there's two reasons to that. One is um, that you you know, hear from others and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, sometimes it's tough, but you're kind of encouraged together in that. Mm-hmm. The second reason is, is because when you are discussing your ministry with somebody not in your ministry, mm-hmm. it seems like things are so great. <laughs> <laughs> like it just, you could talk yeah. about things. You're like, they're like, wow, man, how'd you do that? And it's yeah. like, gosh, I was just thinking that was normal, but here it is. It's like, <laughs> it's cool. I mean, like yeah. it, it kind of gets you enthusiastic about what you're doing because you have an opportunity to yeah. share it well yeah because you see it every single day and it, it becomes kind of like normalized or whatever um whereas like the congregation you know they might see what's going on in the ministry like sunday or like sunday and like if you have you know a mm-hmm. church activity on wednesday they see it at those specific times and it's like oh this is awesome to them um where you're in it every single day and it's just kind of like Oh, it's just like the daily grind, you know, or it can be, you you don't want it to become the daily grind, but it can become the daily grind. So how much of it is just the decision? I mean, if you base it on what's going right to be enthusiastic, then that's hit and miss. Yeah. I, I think that one, that's a great question. And it really, um, kind of brought to mind a picture I saw on social media and it was like two people sitting on the same bus and they were like, one was on the left side and one was on the right side. And the person on the left side was like looking out their window and they saw like the beauty of nature and like they saw like, you know, uh, like the rainbow and like all this other like, you know, just like the great things of going on in life. And that person, you know, out the other window was like seeing like, oh, you know, like it was a mountainside and like there was like a mudslide and, you know, it was like the rainbow on the other side was because it was raining on his, on the other person's Mm -hmm. side. So like it was rainy and like, you know, and basically like the caption of the image was like, you know, life's all about how you, you view what's going on. So like, I I think that like, even in the hard times, you can choose to be enthusiastic about what you do in ministry. That's good. This list that we have today is what enthusiasm can do for church leaders. Yeah. It doesn't really say much about how to be enthusiastic. It's not a personality thing. I mean, like, you can have a introverted personality and still be enthusiastic about things. But I know that, um, and maybe this is another podcast, but I know there are some ways in life to set yourself up for being enthusiastic about your day mm-hmm. and your role and your people. I mean, to kind of almost just declare it, you know, yeah. to pump yourself up and say, I'm going to, I'm going to really, so maybe this podcast is a springboard for whoever's listening today to say, <laughs> man, I'm just going to be more enthusiastic and see what happens Yeah, because it really is contagious. So we're going to buzz through this list of nine. All right, this list of nine. Enthusiasm. So number one, it says it puts the focus on the blessings. Yeah, putting the focus on the blessing, that is like, a, you know, I don't think that's naive. I think everybody realizes there's mm-hmm. both sides of the of the spectrum. But, but John Maxwell, he writes about the law of momentum. Mm. So when something's going well, it seems like it everything is going well. Like it just kind of like helps you build that. And so enthusiastic attitude will put the focus on the blessings that help lessen the impact of the little things in life that don't go that well. Mm -hmm. So if you're really enthusiastic about living life and, you know, greeting people and smiling and saying hi and, you know, making, making the day great. And then something happens in the traffic jam or, you know, Mm -hmm. late for the appointment or error at the bank or whatever's going to happen that happen all the time. You kind of roll over those things because everything else has been so 
enthusiastic. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, that's not that big a deal. And even in those times, you can you can make a, a difference. I remember one time I uh, had a cracked window from a trip back home from a wedding. And Was it in the harvest van? No, that still has a cracked window. Yeah, we, <laughs> we got a cracked window on that and we just left it. But um, this is our own car. And um, a rock, I saw the rock come and smash oh. the window and immediately it was just spiderweb. Oh, and man. So I had to call, get a window replacement and all that stuff. But I remember when I called the uh, Safe Light Repair place. Yeah. And the only reason I know the whole name is because of the commercials. Yeah. Safe Life so Repair, you, Safe Life <laughs> Replace. That's so funny because literally when you said Safe Life, yeah. the the theme, the little uh, ding, ding, jingle ding, ding, just went ding, off ding, in my ding, mind. Ding. That's what's so powerful about jingles. But <laughs> I called him and I said, uh, I got to get a window replaced. A rock hit me. I saw it coming. She goes, I'm really sorry, sir, about your trouble. And I said, oh, no, it wasn't any trouble at all. I mean, the whole time I was like, gosh, if I hadn't had that windshield, I'd have a rock in my head. <laughs> It was awesome. And she's like, now that is a way to, I mean, if I could talk to everybody like that all day, I'd be happy as a lark. That is one perspective I have not heard all day long. And, you know, I don't always have the enthusiastic, optimistic perspective on, you know, car problems. But on that day, it was like the three people I talked to were all really impressed that I looked at it that way. So if the momentum's going strong, it can roll past the little, you know, crazy things of life. That's awesome. That's That's a good story, too. All right, so moving on to the next one. It says, raises the energy of the congregation. This list is specific for ministry leaders, so an enthusiastic pastor can, or a church staff leader, whoever, can really just raise the energy just by having an enthusiastic you know, mm-hmm. attitude and conversation, using your words and actions to let people know you love Jesus and love them and um, that the mission of the church is important. And really that is just that type of attitude is contagious for the people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, you always hear this in little quotes and books and stuff, but how much, what's the percentage or what's the spectrum of, you know, or is there too much burden to put on a pastor that the church is going to be like the leader? You know, is it? Well, so, you know, depending on the size of the church, I think that it has a couple of different things. Because, like, you know, if you're a church of, you know, 100, you know, and the pastor is the only staff member, well, you know, they have... I don't want to call it a burden, but they have, you know, it's it's more on their shoulders to be, you know, enthusiastic and be that energy source for the congregation uh, when they're there. But like, you know, if you're at a church of a couple hundred and you have, you know, a senior pastor or an executive pastor and you have, you know, other staff members under you, then I think it's more of um, that pastor's role to pour into those other staff members. And from there, they get energized. And then that pours into mm-hmm. the ministry that they kind of roll into. So in that case, the the responsibility, the burden, whatever, is it, it's spread out. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you definitely want the leaders to. Mm-hmm. And there there is that aspect to where you're ministering. But but just like, you know, the, the person in the pulpit, mm-hmm. like the main leader has some sort of sway toward, you know, if if your congregation isn't enthusiastic, mm-hmm. then you could probably look to yourself and say, Ooh, "I got to be more enthusiastic." Yeah, and that could be said for any of those roles mm-hmm. in the in the ministry. Yeah. So, but when we are enthusiastic, it definitely raises the energy of the congregation. Yeah, for sure. And you kind of hinted on this, um, and it kind of actually goes right into this next one. But it like has a huge impact on the congregation. And our third point is it helps involve people. 
if you want to get yeah if you want to get people involved in a ministry team then you've got to really sell it and mm-hmm. enthusiasm about what you're doing is the best thing yep. and for your people to have enthusiasm so i used to do a lot of lock-ins for youth ministry oh man lock-ins back when those were a big deal and in the old days i mean I, when i was a college student i practically made a living on it like i did i'd go sing and lead games for lock-ins like all the time then i started having to make rules but i mean i think I'd, one year i did like 12 lock-ins like that's like, awesome all the time and that was back in the 90s when that was a big deal but the the thing I learned was is that at lock-ins, youth pastors and volunteers are are really negative, and it's like they're they're negative toward like in a funny way. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, "How did I get suckered into this?" Or send the kids outside and then we'll lock the doors. That's what I mean by lock-in. It was like all these like just <laughs> anything they could say that was against oh, being man. there and, and being a part of this relationship yeah. with these kids and making these memories. They were kind of like, ex- you know, against it. And I just say that to say if you're always bad mouthing what you're doing in mm-hmm. ministry or if it's too much or too hard or too crazy yeah. then nobody's going to want to join yeah i mean that's the worst yeah so enthusiastic about what you're doing and how you're doing it and and some of the best ministry magnet type stuff to get people involved is when they see high levels of community within a group mm-hmm. so I, i've just witnessed that over and over so they'll see people in harvest you know hanging around together eating lunch laughing carrying on high fives hugs whatever it is mm-hmm. and then it's like man they just want to be a part of that yeah why you know that's why college uh, admissions tours are always taking you to things where there's a high level of community i mean yeah. like p- kids probably sign up for college just based on the on the uh, campus cafeteria like it's weird how good is the lunch there <laughs> man that if i had <laughs> this might not be like a uh you know a resounding you know reference for places uh but i won't say like where i went to school and stuff but had i went and experienced their food, and that was my, you know, decision of going to college there. I would have never went to college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But hopefully, hopefully, over the past, you know, x amount of years, you know, they've improved their food. So they probably got better. <laughs> well, it does involve people. Enthusiasm. If you want to get people going, you'd be enthusiastic about what you're inviting. Them to do, it, exactly. Sure. Exactly. And and this even, man, these kind of roll into the next one. This next one here. Uh, even from the last one, it, it gives a boost in asking. Yeah, if you ask, like, your, uh, I mean, th- there's a couple ways to phrase asking people for volunteering in mm-hmm. ministry. And one is if you ask, like, it's a torture, like, maybe you could just, maybe even just do one hour over these next six months. Like, that's not <laughs> yeah. enthusiastic. That, yeah. that is a killer. But if you are enthusiastically inviting people to go all in mm-hmm. and just, you know, whatever it is that you're asking them to do, they'll they'll be much more the motivation is to be stronger and, and yeah. better. And, and they'll also be able to determine quicker if they're passionate about it. Like, hey, could you commit, become part of this team that's not just barely surviving, but it's like the the pro hospitality team of the church. Like, this is us. We're, we're making a difference. Yeah. And I want you to commit. And yeah. then they'll know, oh, do I have time to really do that? And there'll be a clear yes or no and not like, you know, bargaining with them to show up in just one hour. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so. I was um I was listening to a, a, a youth ministry podcast and they were talking about, um, like building teams and stuff. And, uh, this, this one guy, and he was, it, he wasn't like talking about enthusiasm and stuff like that, but like, um, it was talking about like asking people. So the ask, right. Um, and he said that when he asked people to do things, uh, he does it on a, uh, 24 or 36 month basis. Mm-hmm. Like that's how he does it. And, um, he says that he has a great response because they're able to see the community that, 
you know, has been built by those who've dedicated those 24, 36 months before them. And they're like, wow, those people are, are like going deep with these students. And I want to be there with students and help, you know, them grow in their faith and like, you know, through this crazy time of their life. And because he had that system in place, you know, whenever he at would go up and say, you know, hey, Tim, you know, I got mm-hmm. this great opportunity on Sunday school. Um, you know, I have this brand new group of, you know, fifth and or sixth and seventh graders who are coming in. I would, I think that you would be perfect to lead them, you know, and he like would let them know it's, you know, 24, 36 months, you know, you really get to see these students grow uh, and just like, you know, be, I might not have said it energetically, but yeah. like he'd be positive about it and everything. And, and they'd be like, yeah, let's do it. You know, just because of that community thing that you mm-hmm. were talking about. So that's awesome. That's good. Yeah. So it gives a boost in asking. Yep. Yeah. And the next one, uh, number five is it builds confidence. Yeah, as you encourage others, it, confidence just automatically is built when like, mm-hmm. people just start sensing it. And then, you know, enthusiasm is kind of a cultural component. Like yeah. if you want people to grow in that and, and you know, let that kind of snowball, mm-hmm. then um, enthusiasm is going to build confidence as you go. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's a big one too. Real quickly, we're going to take a, a pause and hear from our sponsors. Hey, this is Ava from Harvest Ministry, and we'd love to invite you to help support the ministry in this one simple way. Harvest is an Amazon Smile recipient, and with a click of a button, your purchase on Amazon can send a small percentage to Harvest. It's a win-win. We think it's a cool way to support Harvest Ministry, so thanks for your part. Visit harvestministryteams.com slash Amazon to get the link. Again, that's harvestministryteams.com slash Amazon. Welcome back to the Go Harvest podcast, where we're talking about enthusiasm. Uh, we've we've uh, gone through the first five of nine, and uh, it's put focus on the blessing, raise the energy of the congregation, helps involve people, gives a boost in asking, and builds confidence. And number six, and we're going to just get these last through these last three here. Uh, number six is draws people into the organization. And some of these are really obvious. Like, yeah. it makes sense if you're going to be trying to get people involved, you want to be enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to join, you know, a sinking ship. It's so like, if you're going to just sit there and say, eh, come help us, we're barely hanging on. I mean, yeah. that's not enthusiastic or anything. So you don't want to, you know, make things up and make things seem better than they are. That's also, you know, disingenuous. But mm-hmm. you find the good things and the bright spots and the potential. Talk about yeah. the potential, if nothing else. And yeah. be enthusiastic about what can do. So. Pastors who are enthusiastic about their church have an easier time drawing in mm-hmm. volunteers and employees. Yeah. Like, it's just better. Yeah. And I think uh, what you kind of said there about, you know, basically not lying, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, being honest is is if you're in that situation where you're, like, growing or, like, rebuilding or whatever the term might be, uh, you know, even just having that clear vision and sharing that vision, mm-hmm. people that can like really draw people into it. So yeah, the enthusiastic vision. We we went into a little creation museum at Branson, yeah, uh, last month, and um, and it's just like a, it's like a double wide trailer. I mean, it's tiny, thin little halls, and it's it's like really small. Yeah, but in the lobby, and it was neat. But in the lobby, they have a big picture of an artist architect rendering of their new building when that time comes, and they're pretty far from getting there. Yeah, but that was almost like the highlight of the whole tour was them saying, eventually we're going to get to this point and they're pointing out all this stuff. And it was like, they were all like rallying around this, this architect rendering of a, of a new facility. That's awesome. And then you take the tour through the double wide trailer. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, one of these days it's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it was so interesting how they like pushed that. But. 
That's awesome. That's that's good. Number seven, lifts the mood of other ministry leaders. You you can see it go both ways. I yeah. Guess. Like there are some days when it's just, you know. It really kind of depends on the season of life, you know, that someone is in. You know, you could have someone who, um, you know, let's say, you know, they're going through hardships at home. They've, you know, having a having a bad week, month, year, or whatever, you know. I mean, it's yeah. 2020 or no, it's 2021 now, but like, you know, you know, hey, it's 2020. That's the phrase, right? If you want the, the mood or the sense around your organization or your team, mm-hmm. volunteers are paid or otherwise, whatever, you just want to have enthusiastic kind of attitude because then yeah. it kind of lifts up the For lifts sure. other people. So if you bump into somebody who's enthusiastic, it rubs off on you. Oh, yeah. So you're yeah. just a lot more happy about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it kind of goes back to that. Uh, you said it earlier. Uh, it's magnetic, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and like like with magnets, um, I don't know, like the little kitty uh, science experiment, but if you if you rub two things together or whatever, they kind of become magnetized because the one is magnetized. What's yeah. that? Is it like you rub a coin against a magnet or something like that? And then all of a sudden for a little bit of time, oh, that, yeah. that coin is mm-hmm. magnetic for a while. You don't know. Um, I, that just came out of the Rolodex of history in my mind right there. But um, but yeah. yeah. They probably make coins out of something unmetal-like or something. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, that but used if it's other metal, it, it has it for a second. Yep. So uh, yeah, it's very, uh, it's catching, you know. Yeah. So that's awesome. All right. Number eight, can be cultivated and caught. That, so that, that's the good. That's the science experiment right there. <laughs> That's 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 the good news of added or enthusiasm is it's not a matter of your gifts or your talents or yeah. your abilities or your organizational skill or anything like that. Those things probably help because otherwise, if you're all enthusiasm and can't deliver, that's also kind of sad. But um, but your attitude can be cultivated. Like mm-hmm. you can build new grooves in your mind that help you think in terms of enthusiasm, enthusiastic mm-hmm. approach to life and conversations and people and all those things. And um, you know, you just want to seek the Lord and, and learn from other people and, and basically just free your life to be more enthusiastic. I mean, it's just yeah. it's easier said than done. Probably if it doesn't feel that way right now, but yeah, there's hope it can be cultivated. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. I definitely have a, I definitely had a situation yesterday where it, it was like a cultivation decision. I uh, dropped off our car somewhere and had an appointment at nine o'clock to get the oil changed and then a thing at 12 to have something else done with the car. And like, I hadn't heard anything. So two o'clock rolled around, I gave them a call and like it, they, they hadn't gotten to the second thing that was supposed to be like started at 12. And I was like, okay, well we, we need our car. Cause we're kind of like, you know, in this move thing, you know, we're moving. And, um, and I said, but has the oil change been done, you know? And like, he said, oh no, that hasn't even been started yet. And, was, and like, like my brain just kind of like, like wrinkled a little bit and I was just like what is going on you know it's like five hours you know later and like I was you know annoyed and everything and but I just I chose to be like you know it's not his fault you know what I mean this guy on the phone so you just don't take it out so I like I had to like like you you cultivate it you know to choose to you know have positive you know Mm -hmm. outlook so and it's weird I had the same experience except uh I dropped my car off uh, last Tuesday and it's still not done I went by yesterday I was like oh I pick it up and they're like I'll try to get to it tomorrow. But I I like the guy. I like the place. But he told me just in, you know, in everyday customer banter and conversation that they've been slammed. They've been slammed since 
the stimulus. Since stimulus oh. money has come into people's lives, they're wanting to the get a car, car places have just oh, not man. been able to keep up. That's and there's probably other industries like that too. But yeah. he said he had to quit taking appointments. Like he's not oh, even scheduling wow. anything this whole week because he he can't even catch up from the stuff that was dropped off last week. This next one is really really awesome. Uh, kind of goes back to that picture that I was drawing uh, of the picture I saw on on social media. But uh, number nine is it is good for the mind and heart. Yeah, Proverbs seventeen twenty two says a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Mm. So the key to enthusiasm isn't just to, you know, sit there and try to fabricate it and, and just make it up. Mm-hmm. It really comes from seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and begins with like a heart that's focused on God's goodness and mm-hmm. just just living that kind of life that allows you to say, all right, there's a lot of things that are going to roll off my shoulders today because I'm trusting in God and I'm enthous- enthusiastic about that, yeah. and not going to just kind of halfway say it yeah so well that's awesome tim that's our list of nine ways that enthusiasm can be caught in a in a ministry or even what you do in everyday life so um everyone who's listening we thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening to the go harvest podcast if you would we would love for you to one share this podcast with ministry leaders and help uh, spread the word of the go harvest podcast but also if you could do a, a second huge favor that takes less than 30 seconds if you would um subscribe to this podcast and also give us a five-star review on itunes or spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast um, that would also help go harvest podcasts go a long way tim yeah we're we're uh, thanks for doing this clint and and really we're praying for ministry leaders to be enthusiastic during this season yeah so that's going to be a, a key to rebuilding so thanks It's a beautiful day outside, and um, and really, Clint, a big thanks. Just you know, all these podcasts in general, we've done a ton of them yeah. lately, and it's been good. And so, in the old days, we'd sit around and talk about doing a podcast in the Harvest Van, yeah, and then we never did. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's so crazy, man. Like, think we should have had just broke out a phone and just hit record on those conversations mm-hmm. because that we don't need another par- uh, another Harvest podcast or anything, but like. The Harvest Van Conversations could be its yeah. own podcast. It could be a special episode every yeah. now and then. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm looking forward to like getting back into the season and getting into the van and like driving somewhere and you know knocking out some awesome songs and like connecting with students. That's true. <laughs>